Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. Uh, we got co-host Liz. What's up? Technical director Eli. I'm here. And from the Orlando podcast, we are so excited to have Nicholas with us. Nicholas. Hey. Hey. I'm happy to be here. Calm, calm down, man. Ooh. <laughs> keep your, just keep your shit together. All right. Jesus. <laughs> Who brought this guy? Uh, we're gonna. We 199, Al. That's right. It took us 199 episodes to finally get a goddamn Warhammer. 199 episodes, and we're finally getting our war. Warhammer episode. But dude, but Nicholas came correct. So for those of you who are checking out our YouTube, uh, uh, you're going to see Nicholas brought a smattering of Warhammer uh, uh, miniatures. And if you don't know what Warhammer is, don't worry. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But there's miniatures, and they look amazing. And there's like a 40% chance he's getting out of here with all those pieces. Huh. Uh, That'll be still good. Uh, that'll still be pretty good. I mean, yeah, I just it's just mainly it's just mainly that that damn airship. I want that damn airship <laughs> so <laughs> badly. The way it's crashing through the trees really makes me feel like I'm on it. Well, you want an airship. I Let's want to be very clear here. Yes, absolutely. Like, you know that you can't just like take that home and feed it after midnight and it's going to turn into a real airship like that's you not how you don't War- know that. No. That's not how Warhammer <laughs> miniatures work out. No, you dunk them in water, obviously. <laughs> it's a grower, <laughs> not a shower. I got, mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> we're doing something just a teensy bit different for this week in geek. So normally uh, on our Slack channel, for those of you who are part of our Patreon and you guys are on our Slack channel, uh, you can submit stories and then we pick out or I pick out four stories that we do. And those it's, are the four. It's we do a dictatorship. Week. It is a benevolent dictatorship, benevolent dictatorship. As long as you don't fuck with me. Totalitarianism uh, at its finest. It is. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so the, uh, the, um, I lost my thread. So what we did instead <laughs> was uh, we were now this week, everybody picked their own. So um, I, this is very hard for me, but I did not read all of the other articles. So I'm Ooh. going to learn about them. As oh, you guys shit. You mean them. I had to actually read mine? <laughs> so you guys pick one Kidding. of the articles from joke. the Slack channel and then each one of you talk about it? Yeah, we're yep. each, we each picked one. Oh, our, we picked one of them because normally I just pick and say, here's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minions. Deal with it. Uh, <laughs> but this time I was like, everybody reads but, their own. But, no, that's cool. So we'll we'll see how it goes. This may suck, but it's gonna be great. Uh, all right, so away we go. Starting off, whose was this? This, oh, was this yours? is my story. This is a story that uh, Eli has brought to the table. All right, tell oh, me man. what's going on. What is going on is a um, little bit of shenanigans, but it's good stuff. It's good shenanigans. So YouTube has decided to ban dangerous pranks and challenges, especially in light of like the recent Bird Box incident which was, for those of you that haven't heard, a 17-year-old girl was doing the bird box, bird box prank, which is you... Challenge. Challenge. Prank challenge. Um, they're sort of used interchangeably, and that's from adults looking at YouTube. Okay. From the outside looking in, yeah, yeah. So you, you cover your eyes, blindfold yourself. And you then, blindfold yourself yeah. like you, they do in the movie. Come yep. on. And then you try to do something like drive. <laughs> And this girl drove directly into another vehicle, of course. <laughs> so, so for, well, I, uh, okay. Well, so, and the all right, genius so first here. Of all, did you have you guys watched Bird Box? Has no, anybody not seen? Yet. Okay, so no, I so no. I watched it, and so in in the movie, the reason that they're driving blindfolded is because number one, spooky ooky demons are after you, and mm-hmm. if you look at them, you kill yourself. And number two, they're in like post apocalyptic scenarios where there there are no people on the road yeah. so like right come on stupid teenagers please stop I well I, I picked a very particular genius doing the bird box challenge oh here. god is that logan paul yeah, it is oh yeah. actually no this is jake paul his brother 
Oh, God, there's more Pauls? Oh, yeah, there's two of them. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. Yeah, they're cool. like a little army. They Great. just keep spreading. That's awesome. Yeah. Did so, he not run into a car? Um, I think they were doing it in a parking lot. And actually, there was another shot of the person in the passenger seat who should be, like, guiding that person, mm-hmm. you would think, ideally. Not well, also blindfolded. Well, and, you know. Wait, wait. Yeah, the other guy was blindfolded. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> cool. Great. Good. Awesome. Good, good, good. Well, cool. you know, and it's it's movie magic, YouTube magic, right? Hey, uh, viewers, listeners, it's not real. Like these <laughs> yeah. Jake Paul, Logan <laughs> Paul guys and these YouTubers do no, crazy. these are high production videos. Yeah, they are cra- they do crazy shit. It's high production made to look low production. Exactly. And they're completely faking everything. All of it. Although, yeah. well, although that's, some well, of that hasn't always been true because I, I, did the guys on Jackass actually do all that shit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I thought I'm pretty, pretty sure they did. Yeah. Well, that's that's that was low you, budget and looked low budget. But they're not YouTube, right? They're they're that's, they're, they're legit. That's why. Right. I, they're I, legit. They were on MTV. While Jackass <laughs> isn't my bag, like I, it's I, nor, I, nor is it mine. You gotta respect Steve-O. You gotta respect those guys, dude. They they did it for real. <laughs> right? I wouldn't do any of that shit. Nope. I couldn't even handle watching that show. No. But. So I, are you saying so- what they're doing is smart because they're Jackass? No, like these guys are stupid oh, for yeah. putting on the Ooh. blindfolds. Jackass is still stupid for the stuff that they do. <laughs> I put the entertainment out of it. But the difference <laughs> with but Jackass doesn't mean they're not stupid. Is when they were at the, the height of their power, there was no such thing as YouTube. Correct. Right. Yes, and you had to go to and MTV not everybody had a high def camera. Yeah. Well, they also you know? only realistically hurt themselves, right? They exactly. Did. Well, they occasionally terrorized other people. Well, yeah, there was that one thing where like Ben Margera was always like beating up his dad or something. Like he was like always pranking his dad, oh, but, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. slapping him in the face. And I never. Yeah, heard. but that was on Bam's show where his dad was getting a a, a paycheck. Yeah. No, yeah. I remember. Wouldn't they do one where they he, pushed he they pushed a baby stroller into traffic or something like that? They did something, something really horrific that like. Anyway, the point that, here is, yeah, that would not. If fly. you have one jackass show, that's okay. If right. you have ten thousand jackass shows going on and you don't know where they're coming from, yes, and there's the new no show age limits, and there's dodge there's the no, jackass, right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> nobody signed a disclaimer. Nobody, yeah. right. right? Nobody chose to take part in this that was, you know, of consenting age, right? You know, well, you've I mean, got sixteen-year-olds doing this. This kind goes, of thing. yeah, this goes so far into like the fact that like th- there's so much oversaturation of this garbage media out there on YouTube, and and you know, our children are on the internet now and so okay but but question here because uh-huh. where's the line though because like obviously the bird box thing where they're driving with blindfolds on that's not good nope. but the water bottle flip thing that was popular for a while I'm assuming was fine oh right? sure yeah. Yeah. that's okay. harmless Harl- well, harmless but, shake come but, on well the word dangerous <laughs> is in the title <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly well, but, but like but the ones that aren't always that clear like what was the one where they were dancing next to the car I'm like fucking old as hell here ghost riding the whip Al no the kiki challenge oh the uh, before we were doing the, the kiki, we were ghost riding the whip. Okay, right, like yeah. I just throwing Whatever. that out there. I'm old as fuck. What I want to know <laughs> is, like, would you would that does that consider dangerous? That would yeah yeah probably the ghost rider probably would not fly with the new terms of use yeah. with the mm. YouTube because mm. they they already had you know they already had in their terms of service like. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, they will pull you down if you promote something that is dangerous, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, basically just dangerous or to self-harm. But what they added now is, and he's also promoting like challenges as well. 
to be or pranks that could well, yeah, either like, be there was oh. like the lighter fluid challenge. Yep. Oh god, yeah. Remember when kids were like they were okay? Yeah. There like, was like lighter fluid or like hairspray where they were bug spray. It was bug spray. They would spray their hand with bug spray, and then that had that started on jackass. You're like holding a fireball. Yeah, oh, and they would light not, their whoa, whoa. hands on fire. That did not start on jackass. <laughs> yeah. That started in Boy Scouts. <laughs> right. Yeah. We used to <laughs> well, no. all the time. We would cover our finger in bug spray and then light it on fire and burn it until the until it burned off the bug spray and then you shook it out before you. No, this was people taking an entire full thing of lighter fluid and dousing themselves in the bath, like their entire torso, and lighting themselves on fire. But the difference is in boys. What? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? Exactly. <laughs> well, the problem is in Boy Scouts, guess what? You don't one up each other. Like the first guy does, the second guy doesn't, burns his hand, and everyone else is like, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Well, YouTube, yep. like one guy does it, someone else does it. There's a, there's a million people trying to one up each other, <sighs> and they don't know like the outcome. Plus, some of them are faked or done. There safely. was a, a mother got arrested because she filmed her child yeah. doing the lighter fluid challenge. Yeah, one guy posted it. Okay, that's just, a whole separate can of Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I have so many goddamn questions. <laughs> So you soak your upper torso, I'm assuming like with a shirt on or something. Nope. No, no, no. You take your shirt off. Yep. It's the same concept. It's the pants. same concept as burning the lighter fluid off of your or skin of your a, finger. If you're a young lady, you might wear a bikini top or a sports bra. But that's problematic because then the fabric catches on fire. Right. But okay. They, but they have a shower But they would or normally do more of their stomach go. area. Oh, okay. Right. So there's so there's a body of water nearby. Yeah, for them you're, to you're in the shower, mostly, mostly so you don't burn down the rest of your house. Not but also you so safe. you can turn the water on, I yeah. guess. Except for, you know, some of the YouTubers or these kids that are, they're not even YouTubers, they're just filming themselves doing this. Yeah. They would use something like nail polish remover or something else flammable oh. because they didn't right. have lighter fluid, which even though you jump in the water, or keeps, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't yeah. help. It keeps burning. Right. <laughs> yes. Even underwater. Yeah. Uh, Holy fuck! Yeah. And people were getting horrible third degree burns, and Did you think? And, oh, and, and, oh, then you, like, and obviously <laughs> there was the Tide Pod challenge, and all of these challenges. Every time there is one, parents complain and say YouTube needs to do something about this. Yes, yes, because the problem's fucking YouTube. Well, like I mean, we the, just, YouTube. Let me clear. Like we YouTube's just, not helping. No, I'm no, not no, no. We just said in Boy Scouts, one idiot did it, screamed for their mommy, and it, nobody else did it. Right. The difference here being one of those other kids that didn't do it, videotaped it and put it on YouTube. Somebody else did it and then somebody else did it. YouTube is the issue here. So I can I can understand like but, and, but is also I'm sorry, also teaching your kids not to light themselves on fucking fire. Well, sure, but you can't unteach stupid from a teenager. You can't. That's that's it's, fair. You can't. No, you're right. But so so I can understand like But you can't like, he knows your you mother can tried those out. stupid kids away from other kids. By banning it on YouTube is what is what they're thinking. Yeah, yeah. Right. Limit limit the exposure so you or can't if you've get got like, yeah. you've got the like the, the borderline stupid kid that's yeah. like just like right on the cusp of stupid. Yeah. Like if he doesn't watch this stuff or she doesn't watch this stuff, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, maybe they'll last. like come he back. Might last ten more years. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, we're, exactly. we're looking at we're looking at last year. I made it thirty eight years so far. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, oh, I just stay off YouTube. I, <laughs> I don't think there was ever a dare that Eli didn't take. What I what I what I really want to know though is like I under I, I can understand the appeal of like look how cool it is when I set myself on fire. Mm-hmm. What I cannot wrap my brain around. No, no, I'm not saying it's good and I'm not I condoning know. it. That's just a really weird I sentence. Can, I, I can but understand the whole like like I'm on fire. That's cool. Why the fuck did we start eating soap? I don't think that was nearly as prevalent as people made it out to be. Really? Because it, it started off as a joke. Okay. Because 
they started putting the warning labels on it that it's not candy. Well, okay. it, it looks delicious. It smells and delicious. So, like, Funny or Die or somebody <laughs> like that did a joke challenge. Okay. And then another YouTuber saw that and did, like, a real world. They set up a booth out at, like, a city walk type area. And we're telling people, oh, yeah, these are totally edible now. And getting them to put it in their mouth, and they would stop them before they bit down on it. And then from there, somebody saw that and went, well, I'm going to actually bite down on it. I'm going to eat it and see what happens. Ew. And they went to the hospital, <sighs> and then it became a thing. Yeah. Okay, so YouTube has stopped it. Let's just I'm going to go ahead yeah. and make this other extra yeah. disclaimer for this story as well. I want to be real clear because sometimes people get confused. Um, you do not have a First Amendment right that involves anything with, with YouTube. None. Uh, <laughs> this, people, listen, people get this shit wrong all the time, so let me just go ahead and educate you here. Uh, your First Amendment protects you from the government stopping you from saying things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that does not apply to yelling. The, the famous example from the court case is yelling fire in a crowded theater. So you can't, your words can't, can't incite violence, which is being rather liberally enforced. Uh, but anyway, the point here is, so no. And if the government ran YouTube, we wouldn't have YouTube right now anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. so the point here is that this, none, of your, none of your stupid ass challenges or YouTube it's videos are protected. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, none, of those are, none of those are protected. Yeah. And, so and there's that. Well, and they're going to come down hard on you. Like you're going to get a strike, which from YouTube, three strikes, you're out. Like yeah. per- permanently banned from the platform. Oh, good. Can, you but, you we know, can, mm-hmm. can, we, can we submit things on behalf of Logan Paul? And yeah, right. There? Guess what? Logan Paul, he's easily done well worth three strikes worth. Oh, Stop it. Every time you say his name, he gets another like million dollars or something. That's fine. <laughs> yep. it's, like, it's like the opposite of Beetlejuice. But, and this is the the I was so mad. In, in my, my kid's school, they had him uh, like read a blog post. And then they had to write a blog post about the blog post. It's it's how they're doing English now. You don't write sure. short stories. Like you Inception. write blog posts. Oh, boy. English. And cool. this particular blog post was about Jake Paul. No. And I was like, you're really going to be just introducing our kids to Jake Paul without... That, How many of those elementary school kids do you think went home and Googled? Because as soon as you find Jake Paul, yeah. you find Logan Paul. That's like me doing an oh, Indian essay on no. Mia Khalifa. Let's move on. <laughs> What's next? Uh, all right. Hey, in other news about the internet not sucking, <laughs> um, my homegirl, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The notorious AOC. The notorious AOC. <laughs> uh, she called in to a live Twitch stream. Uh, so this... Uh, this stream was actually put on by a foundation called Mermaid. And so the idea here is that uh, the streamer's name... Uh, I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Twitch streamer um, was doing a like nonstop live stream of playing Donkey Kong 64 all the way through. And the purpose was to raise money for this mermaid foundation that uh, donates to help transgender youth in in Britain in the UK. And so Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez caught wind of this and called in during the live stream, talked to the Twitch streamer and like rallied for this fundraiser and for this organization and helped them raise like, I think the total was $340,000. Wow. And I like, I was blown away by this because we don't talk about this stuff. You know, we, we talk about YouTube sucking and all the stupid stuff that people do on the internet. And like in the age of Gamergate, like I think that this is, this is incredible. This is amazing. Like this is the most non-toxic story I've heard about 
the gaming community in the past couple months. See, I'm just wait until you I, hear the reaction. Oh, I <laughs> no. Listen, listen. I want to be there for you, but during this thing, it was also she also reportedly claimed that the 64 was the best console that's ever been made. <laughs> All right, Al, Al I'm defending her, but you tell me a better Donkey Kong game since that. Tell me about it. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not talking no, about the Donkey game. Donkey Kong wasn't right. the issue. She in fact said no. that she had never played Donkey Kong 64. Mm. But she said the console. But the console was her favorite. Now, and she, she didn't say. It was, did she say it was the best? Hold on, hold no. on, because we've got what? two. No, we've yeah, got no, two, no, 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 we no, no, no. Did yeah. she say best ever made or did she say favorite? Because you cannot argue with an opinion. Oh also, yes, I can. All right, all right. I believe she did say that it was the best, but I think but hang on. I also yeah. think that she was talking about the Nintendo brand. Specifically, and not overall gaming, mm. but but we can solve like so. N sixty four. What what were some top hits that were original on N sixty four? Double O seven. Double O seven. Goldeneye, right? Yes. Perfect Dark Zero. Yes. F Zero. <sighs> Ocarina. Of you know Time? my big problem Bro, with the N sixty four. What's that? I've always felt like it was built for this person with three hands. <laughs> the controller <laughs> that I've never met. Yeah. <laughs> like you were supposed I, to rest the third prong in your belly button. I, I'm so glad you just said belly button because I didn't know <laughs> where that was going, Liz. <laughs> but I just never the understood. Signs were going off. He's like, wrong way. Turn back. I never <laughs> understood the ergonomics of that controller. <laughs> and that was really my biggest problem. Yeah, yeah. I need, I need, I'm, I'm looking at That's the article. Funny. I'm looking at the article right I'm, now. I'm trying to think of what else was, was, um, Nicholas, help me out. In 64. Like top original hits. I only ever played it at Mario Al's Kart? house because uh, I didn't have. I'm not a three-handed gamer, so I only played it at the, Al's uh, house. Was the the Star Wars? Um, uh, oh, Shadows of the Empire. Yes, Shadows, Shadows of the Empire, and then X Wing. Oh yeah, yes. the Star, Star Fox. Star Fox. Star Fox. Yes, I seem to remember Star Fox. Absolutely. That was probably my. No, 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 okay. no. Star Fox came. No, Star Fox came out on Super Nintendo. No. Right, but did they have the, an the addition first, on the The first N64. Star Fox came out on Super Nintendo. Nobody's arguing that. fact-checking that right now. It's oh, on I'm the SNES arguing. Classic, so... Oh, uh, all right. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> Boom, fine, you got me. No, listen, Shit. listen. Here's the thing. I'm not saying the 64 was not an amazing console. It was. Uh-huh. It was Absolutely also a was. game-changing, no pun intended, console. It was. <laughs> pun intended. It was a game-changing console. The, wasn't it also like the last cartridge con- console that we uh, got? Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, because the GameCube came after the 64, and, di- and, and they were like the last one to go any yeah. kind of disc. Every yeah. PlayStation mm-hmm. was already doing it. Xbox had dropped before the GameCube. Uh, so here's the thing. A, a, a notorious AOC is 29 years old. So yeah. A year younger than me. And she's in Congress. New York. Yeah, accomplishing. <laughs> she makes me feel like I'm doing a lot with my life. <laughs> yeah, you're, we're failures. Well, That's wasn't she a bartender like two years ago? Yes. No, Actually, like, up until currently, until yeah, she like, actually yeah. started. Six months ago. I want to know, I want to know, did her manager at the bar give her shit when she put in her notice? <laughs> because the answer is yes. Yeah. Well, who's going to cover your shift? <laughs> yeah. uh, you I don't get, know. I'm going to be in Congress, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my job. Well, like, so like wait, can wait, you come wait, back wait. on like, can you come back this Friday? Because we're shorthand. You <laughs> know, I guarantee you that manager still calls her up like on a Saturday when somebody when somebody like he's like I'm out of people uh, uh, can you come down here he was probably like wait a second you're running as a socialist you know this job isn't going to be here when you come back right <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, uh, so she's young right mm-hmm. and so that may be that may be a reason because the greatest console of all time and here I go here I go my fuego team. here he goes again oh, best console of all time Super Nintendo period I hmm and I disagree. Child, you're 29. It's, I'm 30. Whatever. <laughs> and I disagree. 
I mean, here's what I can say about the Super Nintendo. Yes, it was innovative, and it is. It has to be in the running for one of the best consoles of all time. Mm-hmm. But the Super Nintendo is that one console. Well, the, the PS2 probably qualifies for this as well, where the game developers learned how to get the like 190% out of that console. Yes. Like, if you compare what like the first Super Nintendo game looks like to the very last one, yes, it's a thousand years of programming difference in quality. It's amazing. You, are, you a, are you a gamer, Nicholas? Well, Super Nintendo, I did not own growing up. So, I'm so sorry. I don't think I can weigh in on this one just because I had the NES uh-huh. and then I didn't have anything. I had a, com- I think my. What was, your next com- what was your next console after that? Uh, or was think, there a console after that? I think as an adult, I bought myself a PS3. Okay. His parents so did, you went- but I played a lot of my friends' consoles. Because mm. I, would, I, would I would actually accept a PS2. I never had a PlayStation. I'm not really a huge PlayStation mm. fan, but the PS2 punched above its weight class for a very long time. It had some legs. You I know. mean, PS2 yeah, was... Okay, okay. PS2 was... They were still making games for the PS2 up until, like, the Xbox 360 came out. Like, after that. Yeah. Until my dying day. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that the original Xbox... Do, do you, for two reasons. Number one, <laughs> it was the first console that I ever had where I could... Uh, rip a, an audio disc into it and listen and to it. And then listen to it yes. while I was playing a game. Yes. Which was true. fantastic. Yeah, okay. And number two was that dinner plate of a controller. The Duke. It felt <laughs> so comfortable in your hand. We call it was it like Duke. you were holding nothing. So mm. I listened to one of you guys' podcasts and they had the. Uh, you did? The rating what? system. Uh huh. <laughs> right? So you guys were talking about the movie rating system. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. I could totally see your game rating system. Oh, my God. Ooh. And you would, would totally ugly. know. It would get ugly what real console. quick. Oh, yeah. It would. Right? You just, oh, like, add man. up all the points, and then, yeah. like, this console has, like, 32 million, and this console has, like, we need to do, We need to do, and, like, mini sessions, and we need to we need to grade each console and, then, and give the scores. Because my favorite game the, was we, Sega. Clearly, oh, so we my, know my favorite somebody. game had you Sega. You know, the Genesis also So how punched. much, is, like, how many mm-hmm. points does that count? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. The Genesis also punched above its weight. I was Sega's last real entry. Uh, I mean, ah, it had the Sega dream. Saturn. Yeah, it uh-huh. had its last real entry. It had the Dreamcast, <laughs> but nobody yeah. fucking yeah. bought it. I just think that what so, so like when we're talking about consoles in general, Nintendo clearly is the leader in innovation when it comes to gaming. Here, because think about it, it's like every new yes. Nintendo console that's come out has been like. Because remember, like I played the NES, I played the Super Nintendo. And then I remember the day we picked up our N64 and like plugging Mario 64 in for the first time and like running around. He's running on a ball. <laughs> right? Like in a 3D <laughs> land and just being like, oh my God, this is amazing. With like, four goddamn controller ports. <laughs> right? Right? That Am I right? Bomberman till fucking three in the morning. <laughs> Let it ride. Didn't Super Nintendo have like an extension for four? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had to do a had thing had and get, get a thing and yeah. you could get there. And then you could get there. But with, yeah, but with the uh, with the N64 there. All right, AOC, yeah. I'm not mad at you. Yeah, <laughs> not not at all. You I'm be- not mad at you. You better not be mad at her. Oh, I'll be mad. I mean, she brought. And she had personal stories too of, yeah. of, of uh, relatives that uh, she would play she's N64 with and stuff. She had a reason. <laughs> also, she's 29, so she's under the 64 age. Listen, I would say. all I'm all I'm saying is that I spoke to like a 21 year old recently that told me that their first console was the Wii, and I wept. <laughs> I just wept. Actually, she also there was also another moment there that I think everyone could learn from. Because uh, she doesn't, she mentioned that she did not play the the. She didn't play Donkey Kong. She said mm-hmm. that was outside of her wheelhouse. Which I want you to note here, folks. She was asked about something that she wasn't really that familiar with, and she owned that and, and said, said, "I don't know," and that's okay. And that was 
That right there. Yeah. And then she brought it to the 64, bringing right. it to something else that she could relate to. Exactly. That was still in the zone. But, exactly. But how about the, it's, it's, it's right there in your face, but not talked about. This is a elected, like, congressional politician on a live stream. Like, live streaming mm-hmm. is, yeah. that's where it's at now. Right. Right, like this, and, is, and you could hear in the gamers' voices, and like the mm-hmm. people that were there, like they were all just in 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 shock, yeah, in shock. They were like yeah. in awe, shock and awe. They were in shock, yeah, they were in shock. <laughs> they were in shock. <laughs> they were like, oh my god, I can't, I can't even think of the next question well, because I, I love, can't believe you're here. I love so much that the 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 mainstreamer that was running this whole operation was mm-hmm. just, you know, he's in England, yeah. and he was like, so what's, uh, how's it going over there? Your government's shut down. <laughs> and she was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> it's pretty weird over here right now. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I've been keeping up with British politics. They don't got a whole lot of room, all right? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're only a half a step behind yeah, us. They're literally, split, us they're literally splitting in half right now. It's like most yeah, of Europe right now. Just, that's just not. <laughs> anyway, enough of that bullshit. What's next? Whoop. Uh, all right, Dano. Ah. Dan, On to this bullshit. What's your story? Whoa. Hey, now. I don't know. He called the last one bullshit. It was a nice story. I oh. liked my story. <sighs> Well, there I'm is some bullshit here. I'm proud of you, too. <laughs> there is some bullshit here. Okay. There is absolutely some bullshit Bring on here. bullshit. Um, here's the good news. Black Panther was nominated for seven Oscars. Including? Hooray! Including Best Picture. There we go. Hooray! Here are the other six. Here are the other six. Okay. Production design. Cool. Sure. Hmm. Sound mixing. All right. Sound editing. Cool. Costume design. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Score. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Song, which is uh, all of the stars. Sure. Um, notice I didn't say best director mm-hmm. mm. or best supporting actor mm. or best supporting actress mm. or lead actor or lead actress. Any of those. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're making some headway here. And that's great. But I think there's some, some areas where this film definitely deserved uh, some recognition where it got yeah. snubbed a bit. Well, and it should be no. <laughs> <laughs> now, now there were there were some two, recognition right there. That was two. so startling. <laughs> Why did you do that? There were two other uh, nominations of note for uh, for us, I, I suppose. Um, Avengers: Infinity War was nominated for visual effects. Uh huh. And Into the Spider Verse <laughs> is nominated for best animated feature. You're damn right. But that should have also been nominated for best song. Yes, absolutely. And this is true. So for like, because normally if you get nominated for best picture, you get a nod. Somebody like, if it's yeah. the best picture, chances obviously are the, the actors director and actresses might have been a, and the director yeah. probably led to it being the le- the best picture. Yeah. It's like the the best of the best in one, right. in one category. And, and, exactly. And it's not in there for script or book right. or adaptation. Right. Which I think any of those things should go in also for best feature. Yep. This was clearly just a nod because to, they were to the fact to. that they were planning on doing the best popular film, but they couldn't. Well, I think they felt they felt enough popular pressure, mm-hmm. and they're trying desperately to stay relevant, so they did it. Not, not only that, there are eight nominees this year for best picture. Oh yeah, what to cap it out? It at? used to be five. Yeah. Oh wow. I was about to say like, and then a few years ago they started opening it up a bit. I think there's even been a year where there was like ten. Yeah, nominees. there was one year with ten. But still, eight is a lot, and it really feels like it's just kind of a. Yeah. All right. But, we'll but still, you're about. saying, hey, this 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 uh, comic book movie is top eight of the uh, top eight mo- of all movies made this year. It's yeah. in the top eight. It's, yeah. Well, Does, it doesn't know. matter who's arguing it. It's top eight. 
Did you did you get the list Says of the other the ones? Um, I'll pull that up real quick. As <laughs> we, <laughs> That's as we fine. Discuss. I was again and, and typically it doesn't matter who even wins Best Picture. A lot of people will say that whoever has the most nominations is probably like the best overall film. Right. Well, which is still not. Uh, uh, Black Panther because the favorite I think was the name of the movie said like 10 or something like that. Okay, yeah. so we've got uh, best picture nominees are Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. The favorite. Can anybody Black Panther. Find me? Black Klansman. Green Book. Vice. A Star is Born. And Roma. So I have and keeping up with traditions here. Oh, no, this will be the first time mm-hmm. I have actually seen a movie nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen one. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. This one. yeah. I, I wanted to see uh, Black Klansman. Yeah. I've seen three. There are three others that I want to see. Yeah, I'm not. I'm well, not. You've uh, seen Leonardo DiCaprio movies that were nominated for Best Picture? Come on. Yeah. No, I mean, since. No, I remember we did a recap and we did like the, the last 10 years in Oscars and we all tallied off like how many films we had actually seen that yeah, were nominated depressingly for Depressingly low. Yeah. I don't, I'm not depressed about it. I'm like, maybe y'all are not. Well, it's because in the last 10 years we've had Marvel. Right. <laughs> Spitting out hits for us. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I also just can't, you know me, I can't focus on shit. I'm so. not, I just I can't sit down for a movie. Ha ha. <laughs> Thanks, ADD. Uh, all right. So they're kind of, it's kind of bullshit, but whatever. Whatever. All right. What do we got? Oh, uh, this one. So this one was mine. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to find this. Again. I, <laughs> I grabbed this story because it was so fucking hilarious that I couldn't help it. <laughs> so, <laughs> r- r- go ahead. Go here's, ahead. here's what happened. Uh, at the CES convention in Las Vegas, it's a consumer electronics show. It's where they show off all the greatest gadgets, right? That's what that's this convention. So there was a bunch of these really expensive robots uh, that you can rent for two thousand dollars an hour. Uh huh. And so a bunch of them, these robots are going down the road about seven o'clock at night, heading to the convention center to be set up and displayed. When a Tesla that was on autopilot struck one of the robots. I- and quote unquote killed it. I killed it. No, this this <laughs> is motherfucking Johnny Five stepping out of line. Like this, these these robots were marching, you know, driving yeah. single file. Like, yep. Why don't you use a loading dock like every other vendor? I don't know, but they just had the robots like automatically driving <laughs> down the road. <laughs> but one gets out of line. But one gets out of line. Smug look on his face right before mm. he gets. Hit. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, I'm but, saying he had it coming. But he gets out of line just in time. To get in front of, well, not fully in front of, but just in time to get hit by a Tesla driving right. an do we, autopilot. Do we know who built the robot? No, I was some random corporate. I hadn't seen. I didn't recognize the name. Hmm. But here's, the, uh, here's the, the thing: the Edison Corporation and yeah. Tesla. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Or like Audi or I, Honda. Here's, right. the thing, here's what I'm telling you: uh, uh, we have been so concerned about trying to fight the robots, we haven't even stopped to ask ourselves: what happens if the robots start fighting each other? Then the ones who win wipe yeah. us out. It's a robot uh-huh. goddamn civil war. Uh-huh. And if we're smart, we'll stay out of the way and then try our luck again, like just after the first one beats the other while they're still exhausted. That's when we make our move. Exhausted. Well, it sounds exhausted. like we need to make they're machines. We need to make inferior robots so that the 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 best robots are always killing the most inferior <laughs> of us all, which are the. <laughs> I think there's a. I think there's a thing Nick, here. Nicholas I mean, to it. Instead of us like trying to fight back, we just make like shitty we, robots, yeah. like plant yeah. robots, like, and just <laughs> point at him and be like, "He did it." <laughs> <laughs> that's why we all love R two D two because what's he gonna do? Yeah, well, that's why well, he, he has C three PO, and then R2- we all point at C three PO. No. Yeah. Oh my God! BB eight. He's not gonna come swinging at you. I He's do. not because he has no. Let's be clear. R two D two is a goddamn killer. 
Go back, look, especially at the stuff since the after the mm, R two D two is not. I'm being legit here. R two D two is not to be fucked with. He's also the most prolific character in all of Star Wars. Like, yeah. like throughout the entire Star Wars, like everything. Story, yeah. like he is. He sees more than every other He's character. The Forrest Gump of Star Wars. Kind of. oh I'm just saying, God. like you could. <laughs> I'm saying you could you can kick you can kick BB-8 down a staircase or some shit and you'll yeah. probably be okay. And then gonna save you from R2D2. Motherfucker's <laughs> got a s- flamethrower. Just I mean, mm-mm. don't. He'll and he's s- an he'll angry little shit too. He is too, man. He'll suck your ass out an airlock without thinking twice about it. <laughs> I have no idea what happened to you. I don't know. But this this silly <laughs> robot, it like it just fell over. <laughs> this silly robot. They try to really play try to play the damage up so much. Like his robotical arm and other pieces were damaged. Likely unrepairable. It's like, well, he's, I'm sure if you even kicked it's it over, really it's still be unrepairable. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it got hit by a car. Oh, I mean, man. it does. So, it, okay, so whose side are you on, though? Like, is it the Tesla's fault or is it the robot's fault? Whoa. Who said shit about sides? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. As a man who is waiting to welcome our robot overlords. Well, uh-huh. With you, you must first establish yourself as Hold the on. robot overlord. Hold on. Exactly. So he must be on the side of the Tesla because who walked away? Ooh. Well, that's that's some short-term thinking right there. Okay, that's how you end up motor oil, all right? No, that's how you end up mo- motor oil. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> if you want to be like Liz and fight against the inevitable, then mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. I appreciate having someone I can offer up. Yeah. Uh, Have fun building EMPs for the next five years. Mm-hmm. I told you, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Zombie apocalypse, boom, goodbye. Not hanging out for this shit. Robots taking over. Later, dude. Nah. It's been a good thirty years. Wait, okay. So are you like? Are you so you're, you're accepting death? Oh yeah, no. There is oh, okay. there is a bullet. I thought you were like you were like leaving. I was like, you, where were you oh, going? No, no, no. She I'm is leaving. She, Liz is the first volunteer. <laughs> Liz is the first volunteer on on um, Elon's Mars. Mm. The occasionally okay. dark yeah, side right. of the moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the occasionally. Right. Oh no, that's the Chinese side. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, which oh, is yes. fine. Well, okay. But I'm just saying. Just also, understand that that's where okay. they drew the line. Also, the moon Nazi side. Which, by the way, did you guys see the blood wolf? moon the other night. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice cover, moon Nazis. <laughs> Who all oh, make howled them, at the moon at make, one point. Make them think it's oh. a natural phenomenon. <laughs> I'm sorry. We talked about um, what the hell? Uh, Iron Sky. I'd never seen the original Iron Sky. And so I watched the original Iron Sky, which is where I like that you say Iron Sky like he should know what movie that yes. is. Of course he um, should. I thought I mean, I don't know. I thought it was like a thing. Um, is it not a thing? So there's Nazis on the moon. That's literally the premise of the movie. Yeah, I didn't see it. You're, so you're good. You're, you're, okay. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Sure? You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. You're not. Unless you really like B, B movies. <laughs> I did, yeah. I did the hard work for yeah. you. I really like B movies, and yeah. this was disappointing. So, anyway. I, I was disappointed by the lack of werewolves. If you're going to tell me this blood red wolf moon thing, I'm like, <laughs> fantastic. There better be some kind of freaky deaky shit happening. I was all loaded up with silver bullets. I'm like ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go supernatural on somebody. Oh, man. Like, I'm ready. I didn't get shit. Were you driving around in a Firebird <laughs> blasting, like, 70s rock with a leather jacket on? I can't afford a Firebird, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> would you be Sam or would you be Dean? Okay, first of all, I'd obviously be Dean. Okay. Whoa. Okay. I'm a, your car, the car thing I'm not even getting into. <laughs> the point here is I would obviously be Dean. Okay. Because uh, Sam is way too emotional, and I, I just can't. I Sam. He's so dark and broody. <laughs> oh, God. Tall and sad no. all the time. Dean's an <laughs> asshole who drinks and eats a lot of pie. So, obviously... I self-identified. So my ex-fiance. I think I'm going to agree with you on that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Whoa. Mm -mm. Don't let me in with that. All right. So, yeah, robot. So, basically, I'm going to hold out and wait and see which robot earns my loyalty. Uh, It's a Tesla. 
Probably, mm-hmm. but listen, I'm not. I'm not a. By the way, real quick, we did mention uh, Liz heading off to Mars with Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a story that almost made the cut that apparently Trump ordered that we go to Mars by 2021. Holy shit! Mm. No, 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 no. It was 2020. Or 2020. 2020. It 2020. was 2020. That's next, next year. year. Yeah, <laughs> next year. <laughs> or, or he said, or 2024, as long as it's within. My presidency <laughs> is what he said. Uh, he's being optimistic, I see. And on to Nicholas being on the show. Let's talk about <laughs> wait, wait, wait. whatever before keep I get mind, really mad. Re- keep in mind, he was talking to somebody on the space station. So, Nick, let's talk hey. about Orlando before I get on a... There's a thing. Get away from me, soapbox. Uh, <laughs> Warhammer. So we have covered on this show, uh, we have covered Dungeons and Dragons, Indeed. Uh, Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, we've covered comic books. We've talked about uh, Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven. We have board games. Board games. Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, a lot of board games. Uh, we covered LARPing, yep. uh, cosplay, yep. uh, cons. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have covered in our 100... Balloon cosplay. Balloon cosplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV shows. We've had actors, actresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, zombie sure. apocalypse space. preparation. Mm, zombie apocalypse prep. Not sure. A lot of sci-fi in space. Mm-hmm. But somehow amongst our myriad of topics, we've never managed to finagle a Warhammer player onto our show. Uh, I'm going to assume... Warhammer player or Warhammer artist? Y- yes. Ooh. Any any of the above. I think that's the real question. Let's go. Here. Let's go. Mm. Let, let, let's go a little, little bit more. A Warhammer aficionado. Okay. Okay. Let's yeah. go with a bit of a broader title here. Mm-hmm. Oh, an anime. We did the anime. The point is, we now finally have Nicholas here from the Warlando podcast, Orlando's premier Warhammer podcast. Can I say that? Yeah. Is I that think fair? So. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's true. I think so too. All right, let's go. For I mean, it. It's definitely more true than St. Orlando's only Warhammer podcast. I'm sure there's another Probably. podcast, but they're not yeah. as good as his. No, no. exactly. He is to- the, totally not. They are the premier, the number one uh, Warhammer podcast for the city of Orlando. So uh, again, if you're if you're checking our YouTube, the pick uh, just these things may just. These things blow my goddamn mind. Apparently, Al can't say sentences. I can't, dude. I am so. <laughs> oh, my show and tell here. As a man who has so little artistic talent. I am constantly so impressed when I see other people with artistic talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to steal that goddamn ship. Yeah. I should probably not tell him I'm going to steal yeah, it. Yeah, you should yeah. probably stop like giving it. You're like... We'll yeah. fight to the death later. <laughs> oh, damn you're it. Mono- I'm you're lose. monologuing again. <laughs> so <laughs> and you're gonna- so uh, I, I'd say of everybody in the room, yeah. I have the uh, least experience or uh, background knowledge of mm-hmm. Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why don't you explain it to me mm-hmm. like I'm in kindergarten? Sure. So um, you've uh, have you played uh, Warcraft or Starcraft? Or I've heard of them. Of that? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, basically, Warhammer's been around for for you know forty years maybe, and essentially they are a tabletop war game where. Um, you essentially uh, take away the board game, the board part of the board game, mm-hmm. and then just play with the pieces on the table. And then now you're using uh, rulers and mm-hmm. dice and models, and you're essentially playing a war game. Okay. Yeah. That's how we did Mousetrap when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You lose, you know, you spill something on the board, and then it, you know, gets dirty, so you throw it away, and, <laughs> and now you just play it on whatever you got. So, <laughs> okay. And that's probably where this came from. All right. 
Don't quote me, but you know. That's pretty sense. <laughs> I'll take it. No, no, no. That's um, the official quote. <laughs> yeah. So there's kind of two versions. There's a fantasy version and there's a space version. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so um, the fantasy version, you know, is very much like Tolkien and it's very much like Warcraft and Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. They've got goblins and orcs and elves and mm-hmm. uh, dwarves and, you know, boring humans and all sorts of stuff. Uh, you know, and then the space <laughs> version, they've got, um, you know, all that kind of stuff in alien form um, and spaceships. And then, um, and of course, they put every sort of major sci-fi fantasy trope into it. And, and it's like, you know, there is the one. And, every, mm. you know, and, and, and here's the superhuman story and all sorts of stuff. So, Excellent. Yep. And then you play a game and uh, it's addictive. So. Now, does it go on much like a like a D and D campaign, or is it like can you play like one game and then be done with it, or does it do you have to be like, all right, guys, it's been six hours, we got to like pick up where we left huh. off next time? So at at its core, the core of the games are these tabletop war games where you go army versus army. Okay, um, and so you take like chess and then dive deeper, and and now each chess piece you know, has a certain amount of movement, has a certain attack, has a certain defense. They have, you know, each chess piece has special abilities. That's Warhammer. And, uh, and it, you, you, you play it army versus army like you would chess. Uh, now there have been spinoffs that try to gear towards the D&D crowd, the skirmish crowd, the board game crowd, all sorts of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pretty much any kind of game that now that you can play. Yeah. Um, you know, the, you know, Warhammer company is essentially, which is Games Workshop, has come out with a version of that game. Cool. So, so yeah. now this, so building your army, does this go off, from my understanding, this is off the points, right? There's a certain amount of points that you get to spend? Yeah. So in most of their war, their war game, whether it's like skirmish style or army versus army style, you would, you would come in and say like, let's play a points game. And so you would say, hey, you know, how many points are we going to play? The more points you play, the longer the game goes. And so then you have, like, a list of your army that has, like, points for each model. So you would look at a model here, and this guy's worth 100, and this guy's worth 200, and these guys are worth 10. You know what I mean? And then you, 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 you kind of, like, you create this band, and then you fight each other. And so that hopefully builds the balance between the two. So if I so this actually this is very similar to uh, uh, the X Wing Star Wars the Star Wars X Wing game where you buy you're, you're doing that same value with the ships. Yep. So the more powerful the individual thing that you would be using is the more points that it costs to do so that you're theoretically balancing it out. So I could buy a I could buy you know a, a whole bunch of little cheap guys or a couple really big heavy guys or some mix in between. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then of course they build in sort of rules. They're notorious for building in rules that force you to spend money. So, okay. yeah, so they say, like, you know, you have to have so many versions of this or this in your army, and then it's kind of like, ugh. And, you know, in each edition, they kind of change a little bit, but really it's, like, trying to put balance into... They don't want every... They don't want people to just come out with the biggest things mm-hmm. on the table right. and then, you know, squash people with the smallest things. So, so they kind of try to kind of blend it all. They try to make money, they try to keep balance, and they try to have fun. Okay, gotcha. so then where does the artistry come in? Um, so the artistry comes into, um, you know, if you're listening to this, you can't see it, but... Um, Another reason to check us out on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Hey-o. So go on, so go on the, their channel on YouTube and you see or like... Or you're watching uh, us on Twitch right now. Yeah, um, this plastic model comes in pieces. So you, you, um, you glue this, you know, you, you cut them out of the sprues and then you glue this plastic piece together and he's gray. And then you have to prime them. 
and then you that primer gets that base coat on there and then you can and then you can start painting it and so essentially you know that's half of the hobby for people is choosing your color scheme and then painting your army to that color scheme and matching and different things so you know this this sort of um you know like these soldiers here that would maybe like brown and red and, and gold and stuff like that, they're all going to be kind of have that color scheme. You know, these doors here may, may have this kind of khaki and this blue colored armor look and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, my army of these dwarves are going to have all the same sort of look to them to make them look like they're in the same army. I mean, you can do whatever you want, obviously, but right. you know, that's, that's kind of the, the general direction where people go. So... So I'm curious about, so we're going with this glue piece. So you have to glue it together. How many pieces <laughs> did these guys come in? Um, Just these guys, these, these, these plastic dwarf pieces that yeah. we got. So, so the, you'll get like a pack of maybe like five or 10 small, like infantry guys. Uh-huh. And they're going to come in maybe like two sprues that are maybe like five by seven inches or maybe okay. know, seven by 10 inches. And uh, and then you cut them out like you would a model. So if you've sure. ever done any modeling for where they're you know, stuck in a little plastic things, frame that yep, you've yep. got to get it out you of, you slide right. them out of the box and you cut them out, and then you kind of glue all the pieces together. So, but I mean, so when you glue it together, though, each one of these is going to end up going to look the same when you glue it together. Like there's no so. Uh, that's kind of where they've evolved over the years. So, th- and that, and that's kind of a cool part is because back in the day, it used to be you bought 10 of these dwarf character, like dwarf infantry, uh-huh. this type of dwarf, inf- uh, dwarf infantry, they would have all the same pose. And right. so you would have 10 of these guys. They all have the same pose. Then you would have another type of unit that may be like, you know, dwarves with, you know, rifles and they all have the same pose. Then you may have humans, humans with swords. They all have the same pose elves with axes. They all have the same pose. Right. Um, now, you know, 40 years later, they've gotten more dynamic with their printing and their casting and their molding. And now those 10 guys will have unique poses to them. So they may have up to 10 unique poses for that infantry. Now, if you go buy, you know, and then that unit can maybe go up to 40 guys. So you have to buy four boxes of 10 to make a total of 40 guys. You may have like still 10 unique poses, but sprinkled around that 40 looks really dynamic compared to just this rank and file of 40 guys with the same. Wow. You know, so, Okay, so then let's get into this. How expensive was it? What, what do you, if we, what, what's a standard, what, how big is a standard army? Like just a generic standard army would be about how big, how many different characters? Well, it depends on how you, who you play with. Um, and if you're going to go tournament level, so all of these games have tournaments. Like you mentioned X-Wing. Right. right? I love X-Wing. It's a great game. Um, if you were to play X-Wing in a tournament, it has like a, a, a standard tournament point list. Right. Same with Warhammer. If you're going to go play a tournament, they're going to say 2000 points. And those 2000 points could be, you know, 10 guys could make up, um, a hundred points or 120 points. A larger model like this ship right here could be 400 points. Okay. You know, th- something like the size of this Balrog here would be like maybe, you know, 250 points or maybe 200 points. So you're now like collecting all of these together to make, um, so you would say like maybe 15 individual miniatures might make a standard. Like if I was walking in, no, no, no. Like if, if you're talking these little guys, you probably could have anywhere between 50 to a hundred small guys. And then maybe like two large models like this. And then like, 
you know, maybe three or four medium-sized guys like right. that. So I'm feeling like a quarter a point rough estimate type of uh, <laughs> yeah. game plan. Yeah. Here. yeah that's, so, that's, so there's definitely, yeah, like a new, like let's say something new releases. So the way that they kind of release this in waves is that like they come out with the game, like boom, here it is. Here's the game. Now, every so often, every so many months, they may release a new army. And then it's like, oh, go get the new army, right? And then they'll release a new army in the next few months or refresh an army. So you have people going out in, in waves buying these armies. So if you buy them when they come out yeah. fresh, yeah, you could easily spend $1,000 on an army just by bu- buying the... You know, but you think about that. Like, I know I'm an advocate of this game, but think about that. You're buying $1,000 worth of like gray plastic, and that you have to cut out and glue together and yes. paint to actually make it look like what you want to play. Because you look at the magazines. Because we all know growing up with toys, like you buy like some assembly required. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, well, even that, or like you, like let's say you bought like a Lego, like a box of Legos. Right. They always insert that little pamphlet of all the other Legos you don't have, mm-hmm. and then you're right. like, oh, but I wanted this one too. <laughs> you yeah. know, like it's the same thing. They release. You know, like their books have all these images where you're just like, oh my so, God, this so stuff is if so you're, good. If I'm interested in getting started in this hobby, yeah. how much money do I have to beg my wife to let me go waste? <laughs> so, so like I said, there's variations of this game. There's a skirmish version of this game. Uh-huh. And the skirmish version could be anywhere from like five to 20 models. And so now you're only spending a fraction of the cost to okay. get started. Wh- which fraction of the cost? Um, like in US dollars. <laughs> oh yeah. So you know, like if I was going to start skirmish, you know, you might spend fifty bucks. Okay. And and but that's get, not including the paints and anything you would need to actually. Yeah. So then you know you you like raid your dad and your mom's um, toolbox and mm-hmm. you get the you know like you get the wire cutters yeah. and the and the um, the exacto knives and you, you well know, the paint yeah the you get the, it all ready you glue the it together. The paint and stuff is not going to be what where you br- but, but, where but, but, the sure, paint. Right. You, know, well, you me, go to Walmart. You can get some. Let me say this because I've yeah. known. A fair number of Warhammer players and other players of games of that style, and none of them was playing the game like their primary motivation. Like they did enjoy right. the game thoroughly, but it's an all-encompassing thing. Like every single one of them, you walk into some room of their house or their bedroom, and every piece is proudly displayed, mm-hmm. and they look amazing, proudly painted. Like that is part That's the, of the uh, Jason Muse technique. Yeah, yeah, part of the art and the the passion of this game is like it's all in. Like it's like collecting models as a kid. Like you you put it together, you paint it, and then right. you get to play with it on top of that. Right. They found something to do with that toy that you spent all that time putting together and painstakingly painting. Yeah, uh, and and you say that you know like there are two of them. There's there's two of us. There's the people that like to play and the people that like to paint. I'm more the person that likes to play. Okay. And uh, you clearly like to paint though too, because well, like these are incredible. Yeah. So so you know one of the other guys on our podcast, um, his name is Adam, and he loves to paint. Uh-huh. He's very competitive, but he loves to paint, and he's so good at it. This stuff is like fifty percent of the quality that you would see from Adams. Oh man! Right, and I'm just like, so if you go play a tournament, they're going to say there's rules to the tournament. There's the rules are you know you have to have a painted army. They have to at least have three colors. The base has to have it can't just be like this base where it's just painted and 
and, and flat. It has to be built up like this base. Oh, did you build up the base of this airship? Did you add the foliage? Yeah. So these were like Michael's trees God. that I went and, and poked in there. And um, these are like little cork pieces with some rocks that I glued on there. And then a, a good friend of mine, Brad, he, uh, he created this, um, this device that um, when you put grass, uh, it's called a grass applicator. This is getting super. That's what we're here for. You're so into this, though. I'm like, yes, take me to Michael's. So, uh, so <laughs> this grass applicator is, you know, it's got a battery and it's got a grounding cable, and you essentially create static electricity on the model base, and then you put down glue, and then you drizzle the grass over the the base where the glue is, and the static electricity makes it rise. So that's how you get. Standing grass. Wow. Yeah. So I, if, if anyone's watching the YouTube video, like my mouth has just been like ha- like gaping open the whole time he's been yeah. explaining. Well, I didn't make the grass applicator. My friend did. All I did was he brought it over and I went, let's do it. You know, and then I just like put it on there. Um, so, it, but anyway, for like a tournament army, you have to have three colors. You have it have to bait. You know, have to ha- you have to have it based, and of course, it has to abide by the two thousand point rule list. So, so there is a level of like you have to do something. Sure, but. Um, oh God, it's but, so but fucking how much, hard. How much it is shame. so, I just want to play. I, yeah. I'm, I'm like sitting here painting and I'm like, fuck, I want to play. I just want to play. <laughs> yeah, play. But how much shame is gonna play. and having like terrible minis? Cause like I tried to paint some minis a couple months ago for our Gloomhaven campaign <laughs> and it's, they're basically like the, the flag to any country. There's like three base colors, <laughs> yep. each stripe straight across. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah. nothing else there. God, no highlights. What did Brad call it? The, um, all, what's the finishing coat in the... Uh, uh, I don't know. There's like... Yeah. I guess there's like 19 coats you should use, and I did one coat, so I'm yeah. very, very right, right, right. amateur. Of course, they go through and they... You know, for Warhammer, and they say like, here's all the different paints you need to paint this model, and the, you know, get all these ones, and I'm just like... You I know, need... Whatever. So do you have to... What do you have to do to but the no shame. No shame. No shame. Like, plastic playing with these guys, I do it all the time. All right. Like, it's... Uh, it's he, cool. I would literally just dip the head in like one <laughs> color, then the base in another. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like. Can uh, I just spray paint them all purple and be like, I'm purple? Like that's all I want right. to do. Three it's, like painting, it's like painting Easter eggs. You're exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna do the, the little wax crayon that you can write yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> some negative space there. I just. Uh, it's like, how do you like my seven hundred dollar collection? Yeah. So I had it. to paint an army for this tournament that they hold in Orlando called Crucible. Happens every year. Um, and so I, ha- I had to finish this army. So that's why this guy is painted. It's incredible. Oh, so man. anyway, thank you. Okay. So how long does a game last on a, a standard, like a standard, like hanging out with your friends and playing the game? How long does it take to do yeah. one? Like, let's say a skirmish and then an army. Yeah. If, um, a skirmish, you know, it's going to have a point, you know, you, you can play a skirmish game in like an hour. Okay. Um, and if you were to do, um, they just change up the points for skirmish. But if you did like, um, I would imagine like uh, 250 points for a skirmish game would take like an hour. Okay. 2,000 points for an army to army game takes like three to four, like three hours, like competitively, four to five hours, like, uh, uh, recreationally, you know, just like hanging for out for funsies. Friends. Yes, that's for funsies. still actually in the world and the world of 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 hobby gaming. Yeah, four to five hours isn't yeah. that bad. It's legit. 
So, so then you, you can, you can get, you can get two army to armies going on easily in the space of one game of twilight Imperium. Yeah. I went to yeah. a magic pre-release this weekend and it was what arrive at 11 AM, leave at 6 PM. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there is that too. Like if you're getting together with your friends and you're drinking mm-hmm. beer and then of course, like, you know, like you guys are doing, you start talking cool things and things that happen the next thing. Yeah. You know, yeah cool like, things. Oh shit. I haven't even like rolled dice yet. <laughs> right. And right. it's like 11 o'clock and I got here at seven. Like, uh, I guess we should get started. How big of a problem? is it when some asshole bumps the table? Uh, depends. Um, sometimes they make models that are inadequately uh, supported. So this ship, for example, which is you know prime example, this ship, it comes with this dinky little like plastic peg. Uh-huh. And you put that peg on there, and I had it on there, and it ha- it happened for a while, and somebody would bump the table, and the thing would go, ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh. and everybody's like, whoa, you know, like they're <laughs> yeah. all like, ah. um, and finally it broke. I picked it up in the wrong way. I picked it up by the base and not by the model, and it just went, you know, and then I had to build a new base for it. Ugh. So, yes, like people will bump it, and you'll see it shake. I'm not worried about these. So, what but, if there's you know, some guy happens. who's like a bit of an elephant in a giant? <laughs> not a bull, <laughs> an elephant. An yeah. elephant, yeah. Yeah. No, he's not wrong. Big elbows, Who's been drinking you know. some, uh, you know, Clyde Mays whiskey. An elephant in a china cabinet, not mm-hmm. a china shop. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I prefer the I, term rhino. I knew what I said. But I just, I mean that, because I, I, this is the hardest part that I had with, with trying to play X-Wing. Yeah. Because like, you, you do your measurements with a ruler, right? Like yep. you've got like literal like. Like a, like a tape measure. Yeah, to yep. figure it out. So what, so I just. I know I would go to pick it up and I'd bump it like shit. Well, I was shit. telling you about like the, the, the similar poses yeah. and the dynamic poses they come out with. Well, because they've come out with more dynamic poses, they don't fit together very well anymore. If you think everybody stands in the same way, we're all going to look uniform. We're sure. going to fit like next to each other perfectly, never bump. Now we start like moving around. All of a sudden we're like bumping into each other and, you know, like yeah. stabbing each other. Same thing with the models. Like you put all these dynamic models together and then you try to like, oh, I got to get that guy right there, you know? And so you're trying to like get in there and then you like grab this and you move that one and move that one. And you're like, oh, shit. You yeah. know? And they're like, okay, cool, cool. Well, they all were like that. You know? And then, and, then, and then you grab your guy and it's like, okay, well, cool. We'll just keep going. You know, because you can't not do that. Right, right. So right. people are pretty cool about it then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Even, even in tournaments, everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. We'll just kind of like bump them back in, you know? Right. Um, and, then, and then there's the other case of like, you know, I have a six-year-old daughter. I can't wait until she gets into this game because then we're just going to be like, you know, hey, mom, see you later. We're just going to like play for the whole weekend. You know, have fun. And, oh. <laughs> you know, one day maybe, yeah. it, you know, I think she's getting there. But so I, I have to kind of like play that balance of like, I want her to be interested, but I can't be like, no, stand away from the table. Back up. Right. Right, no, no, right, no, no, right. No. You know, because then like we all, we've all seen the Lego movie, right? Like mm-hmm. that's exact. That's yes. a perfect example of like, Maybe I, because I saw that movie when she was so little, I was like, that's who I shouldn't be. Right, right, right. That's good. So, that's good. you know, so like I, I let her come in and I let her pick up the models and she bumps them a little bit and she plays with them a little bit. And I got to be okay with that because I'm like, I want her to love playing. Right, just don't give her the big ones. Me. Just give her the right. little one. Like, yeah. This guy yeah, cost yeah, yeah. me $3. It's not about so this. It's about, you know, me and her hanging out. That's yeah. what I want. Right, right, so. right, right. That's awesome. Okay, so where do we find the Orlando uh, uh, podcast, though? Um, so Orlando, uh, you can find us on, you know, iTunes, um, you know, whatever your favorite podcasting is, just search Orlando. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and, uh, Instagram. All right. So that's Warlando, all one word, W-A-R-L-A-N-D-O. 
Yeah. Warlando. Warlando. Ooh. Yeah, it sounds, it's a good name. Yeah, too. Like, like, like there. grunt there. Yeah, so yeah, I get, there's I like get. this, uh, uh, so in, in the realm of, of Warhammer, there's orcs, right? Every fantasy kind of thing has to have orcs. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And so the orcs are always like, you know, really brutish and whatever. So they have this like, they have this war cry and it's just W-A-A-A-G-H. Like exclamation points. Yeah. Okay. Whoa! So, whoa! Is the, you know, famous. I yeah. like it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, I loved it. Yeah. That's, shot a quick note there. Uh, <laughs> awesome. So, you can find uh, Orlando. So, uh, when, when do episodes drop? Uh, every week, usually on Monday. All right, so yep. new, new episodes Monday off the Warlando podcast. Check it out, iTunes or wherever you get this. You know what? Wherever you got this podcast, search for Orlando. I bet you find him. Yeah, and there's uh, mm-hmm. there's Nicholas, there's Adam, and there's Mark. And so just usually search Warlando in one of our sure. names, and you get us. There you go. Do y'all have a home base where you sort of play Warhammer? Um, yeah, so we 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 kind of play at each other's houses, but that, I mean that that's like a whole other can of worms. Like kind of like our reason for starting Orlando was because there's all these gaming stores um, around Orlando, and it's like that community is so scattered because yeah. you know Orlando, it's just like yeah. somebody took a you know something and just splattered us all whatever. Yep. And so now it's like there we are. So we played each other's houses, but we also try to meet up at different stores at different times and just trying to say like. And, and that's the reason for the group. We just say, hey, like, let's all go out and play at Sci-Fi City. Nice. Or let's all go play cool. at, you know, Campus Cards and Games. And we're going to be out there at a certain day. And then let's just all show up. Sci-Fi City did have, has always had an amazing setup for Warhammer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. their terrains that they have on there are just awesome. Yeah. Before I pl- ever played, I, I went into Sci-Fi and I was like, oh, what is that game? I yeah. want to play. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and here I am. Back when it was Enterprise 1701. <laughs> that's right. Back when it was on off of Bumby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bumby and 50? I forget. It's a 50 and 436, man. That's, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, awesome. Thank, thank you. So, yeah, anything so, else, so anything else a brand new player should know? Um, yeah. D- don't don't feel like, you know, uh, like, like, like don't feel fear of having to paint and be perfect and whatever. Just get out, like just build the model and play and have fun. Paint it when you have time okay. or paint it if you want to and play less if you don't want to. Is you know there like I mean? a paint by Do, numbers version? Which you like yeah, right? <laughs> and, and here's the other trick is... Um, you know, look on eBay. I was going to say, I bet you can find pre-painted. That's how I started. I started getting into this, and I still buy, like, most of my stuff on eBay. That's what I figure. I figure it's got to be similar to Magic the Gathering, where, like, I still have... I spent... I I don't know how many hundreds of dollars on Magic cards sitting currently in a box in my garage. So, yeah, you could... Yeah. And like if somebody, somebody came in and was like, hey, I'll give you 10 bucks for all of those, I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Here. No, no. Bottle Clyde Maze. Come on. Angel's <laughs> Envy. That's true. Ooh. <laughs> And local stores. So local stores actually are trying to compete with online stuff. And so they'll mm-hmm. give you 15 to 20% off on these models nice. for buying at a, um, at a local store. Support Very your cool. FLGS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Isn't there a Warhammer store that you like to plug? Yeah, yeah. Actually, the one over in Maitland there, uh, on the uh, Winter Park Village. Winter Park Village, yep. Winter Park Village which actually also supports, uh, for those who are interested and perhaps have youngins, uh, Hero Spark, that phenomenal local nonprofit, does a, uh, a Warhammer section, has done a Warhammer section uh, over out of, that, out of that particular shop. So you can check those out at heroespark.org. So there you go. Dude. Thank you. These are so cool, and we really appreciate the gifts. Yeah, uh, yeah, so it's really so nice of you. I'm really gonna enjoy taking home this yeah, uh, Balrog yeah. or this little Gandalf guy. Over That's here. fine. I'm just gonna right. calling Soup's, dibs on that goddamn airship. Soup's cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> that is so cool. 
And if you just uh, commit to playing every week. Yeah, I barely commit to my kids every week. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> They're just truest, truest thing said today. I'm just mm. look. I speak. You know, I'm speaking truth. Uh, all right. Well, fantastic. Get check out Orlando. Uh, wherever you got this podcast, it's probably sitting right there. Uh, let it get into our Patreon section. Yeah, are you okay there? <laughs> yeah. Well, you have a little mini <laughs> you stroke? A little like let it go. A uh, uh, little uh, bit. <laughs> Thanks for calling out my every mistake. Your left eye is drooping a little. Uh, <laughs> all right. First up for our Patreon, uh, our Patreon section, we have. The jlmo.com jlmo.com the uh our favorite local uh author We're still waiting on book six but that's all right we're not bitter writing uh, books is hard there wasn't so says George there's R. an outline R. right there was a there was an outline there's yeah. she i believe she's waiting on seven more mix mm. uh, and by the way we're referring to the mix shane mcmurder <laughs> <laughs> i was like wow Al, i'm like at least one seventeenth irish or something <laughs> I'm not and i'm offended to not trying to make. I heard it after I said it. I was like, "That's not what I meant." That is. <laughs> she should have been the Highland. She should have been the Highland Games the other day. Uh, oh. All right. Uh, so our our book recommendation coming from thejlmo.com. I'm actually checking out one. Speaking of Brad, uh, who of course is T. Brad for Petrino, our senior legal correspondent. It's Brad for Petrino. Esquire of Korshak and Associates. Mm-hmm. He dropped the T legally. I don't, I don't care. All right, fine. His name is it's T. Bradford Petrino, uh, Esquire of Korshak and Associates, uh, our senior legal correspondent. He actually, who by the way, was into actually first introduced me to the world of Warhammer mm. uh, 30 years ago. Oh, God. Um, and he had his miniatures oh, displayed properly. And, he did. Oh, yeah. He did. And actually, when he gave up on Warhammer, gave me a bunch of them to use for D&D because these things work as great D&D minis as well. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> They're all villains, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all of them. Absolutely. That You know, like that's, a, that's probably a whole other podcast. Everybody yeah. in Warhammer world is a bad guy. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Then we didn't even touch on the books or on the rest uh, of the stuff. That built. Anyway, sorry, so the point is... He also gave me a book to check out that I am just started on, but I really I thought was worth mentioning here. It's uh, called The Omnivore's Dilemma by Michael Pollan. Uh, keeping my little, keeping my little nonfiction little shit going on here, so you guys can give you something more else to make fun of me for. Uh, as long as it's not another textbook, we're fine. So, The Omnivore's Dilemma by Michael Pollan. Michael Pollan is a is a journalist who went to explore. Uh, this is back in 07 when the organic food thing was just starting to really get big. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to go through, you know, the what it looked, what food looks like. And, and what that looks like in 2007 and the pieces around it. So uh, the first entire section is just on corn and and the ridiculous ways that corn is now in absolutely everything we consume. Uh, and the next one it was on is on grass and the way that what we have done with grass and all that crazy stuff. And it's it's a really interesting book and it's a really really dynamic read. Uh, there's also a little bit there on the ethics of eating animals, uh, which is not I liked I liked because he was not he's not a vegetarian. It's not a guilt thing. It's just like look, this is the reality. If you want to have chicken for a dollar, some if you're going to be able to buy chicken for a dollar something a pound, here's what that means for those chickens. Good, bad, or indifferent. That's just the reality of it, uh, which is something I really appreciate. So I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I'm still pretty early on into it, but I'm enjoying the book. So if uh, that's something you're interested in, The Omnivore's Dilemma by Michael Pollan. So there you go. Uh, up next, the section of the show, we all say hi to Kelly. Uh, so let's all say hi to Kelly, guys. Hi, Kelly. Hi, hi Kelly. Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Hope you're, hope you're having a great day. Hi, Kelly. I hope, I hope that uh, you get nothing but green lights the entire way to work. 
I'll let it slide. This is a high Kelly segment. Don't. That's don't. right. There's no advice. Or We're not no wishing her well. She no, wants no. highs. No, no, okay. We're not. We're not. We're doing well wishing. We're just. <laughs> she actually just. We just decided that she wanted highs because she didn't name what her segment was. So we oh. just say hi to her. But we sure as hell want her to keep supporting us. Yep. So Super I hope new. you get nothing but green lights. Uh, all, all, all the, the green lights. I kind of hope she listens until the beginning of shameless plugs or the. Yeah. Like, like most section. of our listeners bails out right yeah. after this. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, just forgets about it. It's fine. Uh, as soon as she hears McShane, she's out, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's fine. But then she'd be missing doing Liz's mom. Are we going to do this Liz's mom now? Let's do Liz's mom. Everybody loves to do Ms. Liz's mom. Are you guys ready to do Liz's mom tonight? Obviously. Are we ever not ready? <laughs> Why can't you give Elsa a balloon? Uh-huh. Because she's just going to let it go. <laughs> so patreon.com slash for geek's sake is where you can go to get your own segment. That was that had a little reversal in it. That was good. That Dude. one is good. I think we can do with one more paid segment. That one really, that one really got Eli. Yeah. Like that's the joke that you didn't like. That tickled him. I, I saw it from here. The, yeah. the photo, the photo sympathize joke. But you liked that one? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't have right. to, I don't yeah. have to go through them again, okay? I, <laughs> my favorite part of the segment is where we're joking about doing Liz's mom. Like, that's my... <laughs> they got to be very simple for me, Liz. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, let's do some shameless plugs, Monsieur Benoit. I've got a twofer. Ooh. A twofer? Yeah, I'm going to plug uh, Friends of the Show, No Place Like Terra, a hey, Stargate yeah. First Watch Rewatch podcast. Yeah! Because just two days ago, as we were recording this... Tell I, about it. Tell them about it. I had the pleasure of DJing Nixie's wedding. Woohoo! With epic events. I ran into Amanda at Nixie's bachelorette party on Saturday. Oh, yeah. They went to the uh, Highland Games. Oh, we, that was... Oh, we were, very, we were very drunk when we ran into each other, and it was just a lot of like, hey, I see you, and I see you too. Goodbye. <laughs> That's how. That's exactly what it sounded like. They had Nixie's, Nixie's bachelorette party being at the Scottish Highland Games is the most Nixie logical thing. thing. Yeah. Yes, that is. I would have. I would have had a hard time coming up with anything else <laughs> remotely as good. Uh, I, it was the most beautiful, geeky wedding that I have ever been to or been involved with. Uh, the the guys came in on a boat to the James Bond theme. Oh my God! The moms came out to um, the Stargate theme, uh, and the ladies all came out to No Man's Land. Nice uh, from Wonder Woman during nice. the ceremony. That's um, amazing. The the decor was all fantastically geeky. All of the flowers were. Uh, they, they took. Man, they didn't there's this machine. I, th- I think it's called a cricket machine. Uh huh. Where you like make a pattern. And you can make paper flowers. And you can flowers. just like cut things out. Yep. Any shape that you want. And so they cut out paper flowers using comic books. And <laughs> look at Al's like, I don't know how to feel the about that. Oh, no, I love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I absolutely. I just, I'm so, I'm super happy because Nixie's awesome and deserves yeah. nothing but amazing things. And I'm so happy for her. And uh, so, she was beautiful and it was, it was fantastic. It was a, a great day. They had a great party. And uh, that's my plug. Much love, Nixie. Congratulations. Yeah. Nixie. And they just hit uh, Atlantis. So they're going back and forth now weekly. One episode of Atlantis, then the next week they do SG-1 back and forth. Nice. So they took this week off for obvious reasons. Yeah, that's fair. That's but they'll fair. be back next week. Woohoo! All right. Uh, technical director, Eli, what you got? No, I, I had one again, and it turned out to be an advertisement, so <laughs> I don't have one. Wait. <laughs> why? How is... 
that's kind of what Seamus plugs. Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, I think we need to know the story behind this one. But it was even accurate. So I, I, <laughs> no, no, that, that, that's <laughs> no, fine. We really didn't I know. told you all about the bright sessions. Uh, okay. Like two months ago. Sure, sure. Well, I got. Is this the marble racing? No, no, no. That that's that's <laughs> gels marble. No, don't 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 hate on the marble. Don't hate racing. on the marble racing, right? Although he hasn't put one out in a couple weeks, I'm getting mm. kind of antsy <laughs> since the Olympics, since the Marble Olympics were all over and everything. <laughs> marble Olympic, okay. Yeah. Just get back to telling us how you got to do. So marble Games Olympics is trademarked. <laughs> so the uh, the uh, bright sessions they get to the last couple episodes, and in there was like, "Hey, upcoming uh, Wolverine: The Long Night." And I was like, oh, my God, did I not know that these people make the Wolverine the Long Night? Mm-hmm. And I was super excited. And I'm like, I got the best shameless plug ever. The whole universe comes together in one great uh, philosophy. It was an advertisement for Wolverine the Long Night that <laughs> Marvel paid and Stitcher paid to put on their podcast oh, as which- its own episode. Yeah, was fantastic. By the way, if you haven't checked out Marvel: The Long Night, so good. The entire run is now available through Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. or just any, anywhere you get podcasts. So good, and uh, it's fantastic, amazing cast, and I really hope they do part two. Yeah, so let me take this as a chance then to just plug like audio dramas in general because mm-hmm. they they yeah. come to the podcast mm-hmm. format and they're awesome. Star Trippers, Bright Sessions, Wolverine: The Long Night, all these things are uh, what's the uh, We're Alive. They're awesome. Yeah. Hours and hours welcome, of welcome to the Night Vale audio. Welcome to Night Vale, which is a little weird, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. Do they do like sounds off the mic? That are oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Some of them go like full soundtrack, full audio full, drama. Yeah. Oh nice. Like audio dramas were a thing. Like you know, nineteen thirties, before right. TV, thirties yeah, and forties, like, even in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything superheroes, they had everything for audio drama, and they went away. Like I used to buy my dad. <gasps> I used to hunt to buy my dad those CDs or Somebody remaster CDs phantom. for for presents. I guarantee you the Phantom's already the Somebody's, Shadow. You remember yeah. the Shadow? Oh, yeah, the Shadow. shadow. The yeah. shadow. Somebody should do the Shadow. The Shadow knows. I've got the uh, original audio Shadow series on CD. Ooh. Well, really? My dad does. I bought it for him years ago. That's awesome. So there we go. Uh, all right, Liz, what you got? Oh, man, I am going to shamelessly plug alcohol because what else would we do? <laughs> so I uh, recently, my boyfriend and I went to the... I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to do two things. I have two things. I'm going to shamelessly plug the oh, Thornton, the Thornton Park uh, Wine and Art Walk. If you've not done that ever and you live in like the downtown greater Orlando area, it's adorable and it's 15 bucks and then you get to like walk around outside and drink all night. I do that anyway. It's yeah. Is that $15 <laughs> including the drinks? Yeah, yeah. you get, uh, you get uh, there's like participating locations all around the Thornton Park and downtown area and you go, you get a little map uh-huh. and you go to each location and sometimes they're very generous with their pours mm. and it's, it's mainly wine so it's like you're, you're drinking like a lot of Oak Creek. <laughs> you know what I mean? But a lot of places, especially the bars in the local area... It's like a box of wine with a block. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But a lot of them will either like mix up like a little batch of their signature cocktail. Oh, nice. And give you that. Or we stopped by um, one establishment that was actually giving out these little mini cans of this rye whiskey called Slow and Low. And Slow and Low is distilled with rock candy syrup, orange peel, and bitters. Mm. It is a fucking pourable old fashioned. It, it's in a can. It's either you can get a bottle of it and you just pour it over ice, or you can get them in little teeny tiny mini cans and just chill them and crack open an old fashioned. It's, it's called, I'm sorry, spell that for me. Slow and low, <laughs> rock and rye. Now, 
as amazing as that could be, there is just... Where is this? I'm, I'm legitimately, I'm legitimately like, mark my words, write this down. You heard it here. I, no, no, no. I'm, pr- I'm going to bring in a bottle next week because I meant to do it this week and then me. How about you bring in a <gasps> We drank it. We drank it all. And I'm so sorry because it's so good. <laughs> are you, are you going to bring it in with Darworth Bread? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And some baked goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll bake something this weekend. You don't know, but yeah, I am. I'm abso- I am absolutely going to bring. Actually, I really do. I want to try and bring in the mini. Like I'll bring us a bottle, but I also want to try and bring in the mini cans because, like, you're drinking hard liquor out of a can, and it's so cool. Here's some algebra for you. We 100 percent of the time plug x plus y when x is alcohol related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Oh. Yes. What? And why is anything else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your chances, the chances yeah, yeah. of y being yeah. promoted. Mm-hmm. are proportional to the amount of alcohol provided, which reminds me, Boards and Bruce, uh, check that out. Yeah. Love Fest. That's good. They're going to have alcohol. Are you going to Love Fest? I don't know. Let's go to Love Fest. I would love to. Too uh, much love. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, that, wasn't, that wasn't intentional. Oh. Uh, I have children and they ruin everything. So. Oh, fair. Fair enough. Uh, they've really done a number on my drinking. <laughs> Not in the way you think. Like uh, increased you should or never let them listen to this show. <laughs> never, ever let your kids listen to this show in the future. Are you kidding? I'm definitely going to make them listen to this show. I'm going to make them listen to this show in the future. Look what you did to me. <laughs> Although, can I tell you right now, uh, it's not my turn, but uh, my five-year-old tied his shoes for the first time today. So, all by himself. Aww. And then I was like, so you, so, you know, mommy and daddy were showing you. He goes, no, I just did it by myself. Like, you little fuck, you did nothing by yourself. <laughs> We've been working with you on this shit forever. And now you're going to be like, I did it myself. No, fuck you, kid. No, you did not. No, you did not. And then he started crying. And it was just like. Uh, uh, in time. Yeah. In wait. time. You'll understand. Just, just wait. Wait. Instead, the equivalent of that was my wife and I. Share, like, he's finishing tying his shoe. My wife and I share a look. We're both like, mm-hmm. <laughs> But what I wanted to be was like you ungrateful little fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nicholas, uh, yeah. anything you have to shamelessly plug there, sir? Uh, well, I mean, I already shamelessly plugged Orlando. Um, Orlando! There you go. See? Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, other than that, um, I see this Bowiegans glass in front of me, and uh, I had a nice beer for, for, for the show, so... I'm going to plug uh, some good beer yeah. and some good friends. I'm glad I made some tonight. Woohoo! So thanks for letting me oh, enjoy really? your Where'd podcast. Where'd you go? <laughs> oh. so. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I, I had a lot of fun. This is cool. Awesome. Thank you yeah. for coming and hanging out, man. We're yeah. glad to have you here. Uh, I got two quick ones. Uh, first, season two of The Punisher dropped on Netflix. Uh, yeah. I can't yet. I haven't started it yet. I can't, but I can't yet wait. because I need. I still have like like life things that I need to accomplish. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, no. I'm gonna go start it tonight because I have nothing to do when I get home. There you what, go. What? So I'm yeah. I'm about six or seven episodes in, and it holds up, man. It's just, yeah. This one, this one is is not quite as good as season one, but it's been pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the gap is not nearly as bad as the gap has been between season one and season two of other Marvel Netflix shows that are either canceled or about to be canceled. I mean, Did you see the there. petition to bring back Punisher? Or uh, Daredevil, I mean. I'm sure there has been. There was like 5,000 signatures. <laughs> and, uh, or no, 5 million signatures. I'll say 5,000 is really not. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no. No. And so yeah. Charlie Cox was like, all right, well, guess what? Here's why I was excited about season four. And like said everything they were going to do. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, the other thing, though, that I want to plug, and I actually am more excited about than The Punisher, uh, is Young mm-hmm. Justice. So Young Justice was is the spiritual successor to Teen Titans animated DC show. 
uh, featuring a bunch of the sidekicks from the DC universe can doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Very similar mm-hmm. to Teen Titans. And uh, they did two seasons and then finally dropped season three, like, I don't know, like six or seven years later, part of the DC streaming service, which I... I'm not paying for it, but I've gotten my hold of hands on Young Justice. <laughs> and so I started back over with season one and I watched because, and I, holy shit, the show is amazing. Like, I would be watching, I would be a whole lot farther. I would have already finished season one, but my wife keeps making me watch The Punisher with her because uh, I just want to watch Young Justice. It's just so good. It's so good. I could never, never get I think past I saw Aqualad. That said, this was as good as, uh, like, uh, Batman animated series or something like that. Mm. And I hadn't, and That's that to me bar. is like, whew, I mean, you gotta, here's the thing. You gotta it's, be good. It is absolutely as good as Justice League Unlimited. Okay. Which was still like Batman the animated series is about the best that you can do. Yeah. I mean, like we can get nostalgic about, uh, about nineties era, about the nineties X-Men cartoon. Uh-huh. And it was good. I mean, we're in shameless plugs, but we could still do that. I mean, well, what I'm saying here is like, <laughs> if you're looking at these things, like Batman the Animated Series is the best animated uh-huh. cartoon series of all time. I don't think there's anything. 90s X-Men is, a lot of people might argue, but I'm like, nah, man, go back and watch it. Right. Like when Magneto, there was this, yeah. Right, yeah, the, the girls being <laughs> unable to use their powers without falling. There's a moment where the X-Men all fly off and Magneto's standing there and he goes, you're fools. And as they fly off, he goes, Heroic fools, and I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. There's the six lines that uh, Gambit ever says, just remixed in different right, right, right. configurations. Shetty, like, no, it's just there's problems with it. Uh, you know, I did, I, I had, I, I, I forgot to say, I had an animation weekend. Oh, did you? Not only did I see Into the Spider Verse, I also watched both uh, the Death of Superman and the Reign of Superman mm. uh, animated features. No, I saw the Death. I did not see the Reign. Do it. Yeah, I'm going to. Oh, I'm. I'm going to. I back to back those, and and it was just fantastic. It's not straight from the comics, but it's very true to the comics, and it just makes me so angry at the DCEU. Yeah, up next, the next big animated one they're working on is uh, Justice League versus the Fatal Five, and I'm excited for that <sighs> one, too. That's a, that's a deep cut right there. Anyway, so... Uh, Give me Court of Owls. Uh, Young Justice, Punisher. Those are mine. All right, so that is going to do it for us. Once again, we want to say thank you so much uh, to Nick from Orlando. No, you're putting a... It's a... Okay. Uh, Thank you for coming out, (laughs) being a part of the show. Uh, Make sure you guys check us out every single Thursday right here for all of your For Geek's Sake needs. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Patreon, Pinterest. Uh, we have a, actually, we have a, a, a page uh, under whitehouse.gov. There we're actually a subheading under there. <laughs> uh, we are uh, officially, as of last week, a part of the UN General Assembly, uh, particularly on the Committee for Human Rights. So uh, you can find us over there. And, uh, of course, uh, make sure you support uh, uh, producer Dan here for his, I believe, upcoming, I mean, officially announced his uh, candidacy for the 2020 uh, presidency under the Democratic ticket. Yep. So it's uh, also So that's all the places you can find us. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, this is Al Sterling saying, wherever I go, the wind follows, and the wind smells like rain.
right now? I'm guessing there was... Bye, streamers. But you are the two guys. <laughs>